just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you. Until the top of the hour, thanks for joining us on this Sunday. With us is Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. He owns those over there, and he does a great job not only as getting at getting your loan closed, but also at doing a variety of other things, uh, fictions, appeals for uh, judgments, um, variety of things, including wills. And let me tell you, that's an important thing for everybody. We should talk about that down the road to uh, make sure you have a will in place. So that's that's a big plus, and we uh, we are thrilled to have him with us. Also here from Swan Financial, one of the head honchos over there, Randy Rocky. By the way, Chuck's phone number at Crosby Law Office, 499-6360. Randy's phone number, if you want to apply for a mortgage, they do a great job of getting you to the closing table. And Randy's number over at Swan is 6450736. And if you're thinking about selling your home, I can help. That's my job. I list and sell a lot of homes and very quickly based on whatever you want in terms of the time frame. You can reach me. And if you're looking to buy, we have agents that can help you as well. Uh, 10 agents. You can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483, or go to bobsellslouisville.com. All right. We're going to start things off with, Chuck, a uh, question for you uh, in a moment. Let us first acknowledge the fact the Fed raised interest rates Another quarter of a point this past Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Randy, uh, I know you're going to have to give out your NMN, NMN, NMN number, whatever that is, and then <laughs> and then tell us where are rates hovering in this time frame right now. So people Sure, know. it's uh, NMLS number 26362. And, you know, we have uh, uh, VA rates uh, in, in the high fives, which uh, about – 5.625 uh, APRs, 5.72. And – and uh, that's unheard of. So we have an, just an off-the-charge uh, VA rate. The conventional's running in the high sixes and FHA in, in the mid to low sixes. Uh, so that's where rates are currently. All right. We move over now. We want to acknowledge the Fed having met this past Wednesday and not ignore that. Okay. We move to uh, to Chuck Crosby at the Crosby Law Office. Um, Charlie has changed his name because he is an area real estate agent. And Chuck, I'm not sure how much you're able to get in on this, but I can. He received a repair request that simply referenced the inspection report summary. He's wondering, is that allowed? So let me explain basically for all of our listeners how the system works. You put your home under contract, and then the buyer typically has an inspection. The inspector puts together a report. The report is then given to the buyer. The buyer and the buyer agent then go through the report eliminating anything that is not structural or safety. So it's a cosmetic thing like there's a stain in the carpet. Well, you should have seen the stain in the carpet is what they're saying when you looked at the home and based your offer on the fact that you may have to replace the carpet. So visual stuff, not in the repair request. Structural safety typically are depending upon how serious they are. So the normal way that most agents will do this is there's a form or you can use your own form that basically says that the buyer is requesting the following repairs. And then you list each one of the repair requests in this form and the form can say fix or replace this. And you can copy and paste it directly from the the inspection report, but you don't normally reference the inspection report, which is what apparently Charlie is saying, so this agent just simply said, see this attached summary and repair it or replace it. Chuck, legally, any fight on this thing? Do you have any concerns? Um, well, I mean, 
the concern I have is with the agent who would accept that as hmm. a repair request. I would immediately, uh, work me, say, uh, I need a little more specificity. Hmm. Uh, that, that's that's all there is to that. Uh, it seems somewhat lazy. I don't oh, know wow. how often that happens, but um, no, you don't know. Just attaching a sheet of a uh, of remarks made by a third party isn't actually even a question or isn't even a request. Um, you have to, uh, words matter. If I just put, uh, it reminds me of one of the first lawsuits I was ever involved in. A uh, builder uh, wrote down all the, all the changes that had been made and the cost to do it. But that's all it said. Both parties understood that when they signed off on the bottom, they were saying, yes, I will pay you for these things. But mm -hmm. in reality, what you have is a piece of paper with a bunch of numbers on it that mean nothing. It doesn't say, I promise to pay to you. It's just, you know, light bulb, $10. Uh, is that a, is that a, uh, uh, a please do this? Is it a, hey, that's just what light bulbs cost? Uh, mm -hmm. You never know. I'd say the same thing here. Because when you read those, it's not grammatically even in the form of a request it's just hey the light bulb might be you know not working well how is that a request yeah uh, and i i've seen this before and i've seen the problems and um you're right on all it's counts just ambiguous it's yeah. ambiguous so agents if i know we have agents listening to us if um if you if you're thinking about taking the shortcuts let's face it we need to do the right stuff the way we've been taught to do it and put all the details in there on yeah, on the, the repair request yeah the underlying rule of thumb is a short pencil is better than a long memory any day of the week. Okay. I like uh, that. So just write it out. We move over to Randy Rocky. By the way, if you'd like to see a copy of this show, we actually put this up on YouTube and it's a simple thing. Just go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. And that'll redirect you to our YouTube channel where you'll see this in its entirety. Also, if you'd like to see what the, uh, buyers and sellers are saying about us we've got a couple of things you can do go to louisvillezillow.com just type in louisvillezillow or louisvillegoogle.com and you'll see some of our reviews Randy rocky over at swan financial june has an interesting question about privacy issues in the email she sent us she asks can our creditor ask her june about alimony child support separate maintenance payments that uh, she has or that her co-signer receive how detailed can they go, Randy? Uh, yes, uh, absolutely. That's part of a debt-to-income ratio, which will um, uh, let her know if she can be approved or not approved. So if you're paying out, obviously, it goes against a debt. It's a debt. If you're receiving, it goes as income, as long as there's three years at least left on it. So um, how far can you go? You can, you know, anything has to do with actual income is you definitely can go as far as other things, you know, um, race and that things of that thing, uh, things of that nature. They do not to divulge that. But as far as anything that does with it goes with income, yes, that that is open open game and something that we have to have and understand. Yeah. So, Randy, when is it too far? How does a a potential buyer who's making a a mortgage application or maybe just a credit card application know when uh, a potential creditor has gone too far in asking too serious of a question? Uh, that's a great question. I guess you would, hmm. I don't know if it is, I don't know what, how to answer that because, yeah. and, and the reason I say that is, is that 
we really know you need to know in a lot of situations how many assets they have. But in certain, like if you're in a zero money down loan, you really don't need a lot of assets. So how much do you need to ask for that? Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully your your lender on any situation will keep uh, the minimum amount of paperwork financially they need. And that's something we do a pretty good job at. And I would think that most lenders do because all it is is collecting more uh, more information, which can at times just be, you know, too much information can be a problem. I mean, it really can. So yeah. why go there if you don't have to? Yeah, here's what I would suggest. Chuck, see what you think of this answer. I think if you check with several other loan officers or credit people that you're applying to, ask them if they're this invasive or what their thoughts are. That'll give you a litmus test. What do you think uh, of whether they're being too invasive? Yeah, well, that's, you know, it just depends. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just trying to give some people who are listening to us kind of a, a gauge on how to determine if there's too much information being asked for. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I really, there's, I can't answer that because yeah. it, it does depend on your, your credit. It does depend on your past history. It, uh, you know, some packages that I get from a mortgage company will be uh, 80 pages. Uh, the yeah. same company <laughs> the next, the next week is 120 pages. That's yeah. a great point. Honestly, <laughs> Honest to God, after after thirty two years of uh, doing this, I, I can't tell. I can't for the life of me decide what's going to matter to them on any given day. And, 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 you know, it really is interesting. Chuck mentions that because we're more uh, we're proactive on the front front end. And Chuck, I think you'll agree with this. Uh, to and let me know if you don't. But then you have to become reactive. So you know, certain things fit the box every time. Yeah. But if you if you're too proactive then you're opening up a Pandora's box. And mm-hmm. uh, so it, it's it's really, uh, like you said, Chuck, it's, you know, everything's different all the time. It, it is, really yeah. is. And that's going to make it tough for AI. All right. Really well, yeah, yeah, let's keep going forward here. All right. <laughs> yeah. We move back, back over to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. Marshall writes in that he just bought a home two months ago, and he's looking for a copy of his covenants, conditions, restrictions, homeowner declarations, rules and regulations. He says his homeowner association wants to charge 200 bucks for the documents. He's wondering, is that legal, Chuck? Uh, is it legal? You know, I wouldn't think that they could get away with that. Uh, presumably you can get that from the prior owner. And I have run into some HOAs that say that, but they always seem to back down. Uh, now, some of that stuff is recorded. And I find it hard to believe that you could actually um, prosecute a claim based mm. on a failure to follow a rule that I can't, I would refuse to tell you about unless you pay me money. Uh, that just mm. doesn't make sense. Um, I would expect he could probably call one of the board members and say, hey, can you shoot me this information? Now, uh, depending on the uh, HOA, uh, a lot of them are online. Uh, and you can just pick that stuff up. Like if... Uh, you know, uh, I guess I shouldn't name names of uh, property management companies, but a, a lot of those will have the actual docs online. But they charge but, you, Chuck. I'm telling you, they're I, charging they're, you. Yeah. No, it, they are to some extent. So if uh, company number one over here that we would all recognize immediately, they will tell you to go through the third party who will charge the 200 bucks to get that. Yeah. So it's not like saying... I'm going to charge you $200 for these documents. It's I'm going to send you to this third party who will charge you to yeah. go so through they're not the bad the guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, the thing is that same company, if you go to their website, they will have community downloads mm-hmm. and those community downloads will frequently include 
the CCRs, the, you know, all the restrictions, for the free? bylaws. For free? Yeah. Oh. I, yeah, absolutely. I, all I can tell you is that it's become a profit center for a lot of management companies. Oh, ab- to, don't even, don't yeah, even yeah. start me on that. That okay. third party of whom we speak, I called them up uh, personally, myself. Yeah. And I said, you're telling me you're going to charge 250 bucks to tell me that these people don't owe you any money. Right. You promptly hung up on me. I love it. Yeah. So. A re- yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> Not what we're going to do here. A reminder, if you uh, want to uh, see what uh, sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's the Socolor team. Just go LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. There's some past interviews that we've done with uh, with our sellers. Uh, coming up in uh, just a little bit, we're going to take a home improvement IQ test. So don't touch the sledgehammer until you take the quiz. We'll go to one more question for Randy before we take the break. Randy, as as concise as possible, Natalie has a friend who's helping her navigate the mortgage process, but she's not sure how to determine what type of mortgage is right for her. What are the types of mortgages, Randy, that we can go through? Normal, conventional, what else? FHA, VA, uh, KHC, uh, if they're in Kentucky, uh, no money down. USDA, if it's in a rural area and there are some income restrictions. And what is interesting right now, a lot of situations, even with a higher credit score, it is more advantageous, uh, just lock one today, uh, to do an FHA loan over a conventional loan. Mm-hmm. I still give the client options, but if they're putting 5% down, uh, in a lot of situations, FHA is so much better because rates are really uh, much different than conventional right now. Okay, that's that's interesting, com- good information. And uh, the best thing I could tell you is to contact a lender that you trust who will walk you through what each one does for you on a regular basis. And as we go to a break, let me just say the guy who I recommend is right here talking to us, Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. They do a great job. You can reach out to Randy at 645-0736, not only to get a definition of what each of the acronym stands for in what he just mentioned, but also if by chance you want to apply for a mortgage. Also, the guy to go to for not only for closings, but also for things like uh, titles, having them run, uh, secure deed of property, uh, sold by the courts, wills, power of attorney. Chuck Crosby, who is the head guy over at the Crosby Law Office, thank goodness, because his name is on the That would be a little awkward, door. wouldn't it? It would, wouldn't it? <laughs> and you can reach Chuck at his phone number is uh, 499-6360. If you are looking to sell your home now or in the future, uh, I am hopefully uh, here for you day and night, weekends as well. You can reach out to me anytime, day or night, and the weekends, right after the show, in fact, 376-5483, or go to bobsellslouisville.com and just start filling out the information. It's not very detailed, but it will help you. We're going to be back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499 499- 
800-345-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? Visit 2-1 Buy Down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645-0736 NMLS 26362-2473. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show here with you until the top of the hour. And continuing with us, Chuck Crosby, he's the head guy with his name on the door at the Crosby Law Offices who does closings and a variety of other things, including wills and power of attorney. So if you haven't had a will done, please consider getting it done. And you can call Chuck at 499-6360. Also here with us, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved for a loan, and you can reach out to Randy at 645-0736. My thanks go out to Barbara Corcoran of Shark Tank fame for her endorsement of us. You may have just heard her commercial. And uh, you can reach me. If you're thinking of selling a home, we'd love to be able to help you. You can reach me anytime, day or night and weekends as well, 376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com. You know, we put out a variety of things uh, every week. If you'd like to see some of the videos we produce, which are timely and information-backed, you can head to louisvillehomestv.com. That's louisvillehomestv.com. And if, by chance, you want to get a question in on the show like we do on a regular basis, it's bob at com. That's bob at com to get your question on the air. Just tell me if you want me to read your name or not. All right, we're taking a quiz. IQ, Ken, and we're to use uh, Chuck and Randy as the uh, the local contestants here. So it's going to be a yes or a no. And here's an example. We'll start with this one. If and folks, listen, play along, please at home. Please, no wagering. If you are not in your forever <laughs> home, it's no. It's a good idea to consider the resale value of your upcoming updates, right? Because it really is big. Is which one is going to be? Better in resale is what the premise of this is. So take this quiz, improve, let's see how your IQ is before you pick up a sledgehammer. All right, here we go. Which home improvement has the biggest return on investment? Is it a bathroom or is it a main bedroom? I should probably have Jeopardy music playing in the background, but we won't. So what is it, bathroom or a main bedroom? Bathroom. 
I'll go with bathroom as well. All right, two for bathroom. Here's the answer. On average, homeowners recoup 26.6% of the costs of adding a high-end bathroom compared to 22.7% of the cost for an upscale main bedroom. So both our contestants win. That's one point for each of you. Next question. Which replacement window gets you a bigger bang for your buck? A Actually, it could be a replacement of a window or a garage door. What would you pick, window or garage door? Gentlemen? Hmm. Hmm. I would have a hard time with it. I, I would say. It's window. only a half hour show, Randy. Window. Window. Okay, Chuck. I'm going to go with garage door. <laughs> All right, so we have a split here. Okay. The answer, whether vinyl or wood windows are expensive to replace and they don't typically hold their value. On the flip side, an upscale garage door costs around $4,302. The average resale value is $4,418. Yes, that is more than a 100% return on your investment, which means a garage door wins. Chuck, for two ah. points, Randy behind now in with one point. On to our next question. Which mid-range remodel is better for return on investment? A kitchen? Or a bathroom, remodel, mid-range, return on investment, a kitchen or a bathroom? Kitchen. Kitchen from Randy Rocky, who's behind by one point. Mr. Crosby. I'm going to go with kitchen. Kitchen as well. Oh, he's going to stay the route here. The answer, a mid-range bathroom remodel typically offers 66.7% return on your investment, while you recoup about 41.8% of the costs associated with a mid-range kitchen redo. Oh, wow. uh, Both of you. So it's still two to one. Chuck's ahead. And uh, we move on to another question. Which outdoor addition has a better return, a deck or a patio? Deck or patio? Deck. Deck for Randy. Chuck. I'm going to go with deck. All right. Decks, while more expensive to build, typically have a higher return than patios. In 2023, the national average for recoup costs for wood decks was about 50.2%, while the more expensive composite decks were 39.8%, but still decks beat patios. So both of you gain a point. It's now three to two. All right. Which update is better for resale value, a new roof or new siding? This is an interesting question, folks. Do you go with a new roof or new siding? Come on. Half hour show. I would say new roof. Roof, Chuck? Roof. New siding is slightly more lucrative, especially if the material is vinyl. Uh, You'll typically recoup 94.7% of the costs for a for siding. Replacing your roof gets you about 60% of recoup costs on average. So that's both of you failing again. Three to two is the score. This is the last question. <laughs> Can we make it double points? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course you'd say that. Chuck's got to agree. I don't know if Chuck's agreeing to that. No. We'll stay with the no, single point. All right. Final question. Which home feature, when mentioned in the listing, may achieve a higher sales price? If I put in uh, my new listing, this house has an outdoor kitchen, will that beat if I put in the listing, this home has a home office? Outdoor kitchen or home office? But, of course, if we put it in the listing, we better have that, right? Okay. Yeah, you better. Uh, Yeah. uh, I'm going to go with home office. Home office, Randy, got it, Chuck? I, I, I hate to follow on the coattails there, oh, no. but yeah. uh, those outdoor kitchens can be very expensive. Yeah. Uh, but then everybody has a home office. Okay, so you got to make up your so, mind. Uh, home office. Home office. So there's no way you're going to lose at this point, right? <laughs> so that's right. You Strategery. It is, whether you like it or not. You just you hedged your bet. Uh, I win. Zillow, 
You, right, you win no matter what, but a Zillow analysis for anybody who's wondering of 1.98 million homes, home sales from 2022, found that a listing mentioning the outdoor kitchens were associated with a 2% price premium, while a Zoom room or home office space was associated with a 1.6% price premium in 2021. There was no association of the listing feature with an increased sales price in 2022 of the home office. So based on that, it would have been if you, Chuck, if you went for the home outdoor kitchen, you would have really achieved even a bigger lead. But in the long run, you retain the title of champ on this one. Three to two is the win over Randy Rocky. All right. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate that. If you want to see a replay of this show or play this quiz again, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. By the way, all of our past shows are on our website. We sell Louisville.com. You got to hunt around for it, but they are there. We've got uh, seven, eight years of past shows. All right, we go back to the questions. Let's go to Randy. Uh, Potter has uh, listened to our show for a number of occasions and heard us talk about the down payment for mortgage being between three and 5%. He's wondering, is that still the case even today? He's wondering yep. what other money does he have to come up with for purchasing a home? So make this quick. Uh-huh. I got one more question yep. to get yep. it. Yep. Uh, uh, three, you can go zero money down. Uh, 3%, 5%, or 3.5 FHA. And if you get 3% seller concessions, which uh, uh, on a $250,000 home, uh, that would be 7500 then you would just bring a net, whatever I just discussed, uh, 3%, 3.5, or 5%. So on a $250,000 home, if you're bringing 3%, you would just bring 7500 plus appraisal, which is about 650 and home inspection runs about 400 So you're going to bring that plus about 1100 bucks. So you got two piles of money. One is the down payment. The other is the closing cost, basically, is what it comes That's down to, correct. right? Yeah. Okay. Right. So, but a loan officer will go over this with you folks. So hopefully you're going to be well in tune with what the costs are well before you have to worry about uh, coughing up the money. All right, Chuck, our last question today for you. Sandra lives in a condo building and has a problem with the roof over her condo. Apparently, the gutters on the roof overflowed onto her balcony. Her ceiling and walls in the area need to be torn out, and there is a uh, there is other problems that it's created, the water. The condo association says, hey, despite the gutters on the roof, it's Sandra's responsibility. She says, I ca- cannot believe this is correct. Any indication of what she needs to do on well, this? The first thing is you got to fix it, okay? And fixing it will uh, set in stone the damages. The idea is you have to mitigate any damages that you've received so they don't get worse. Well, go fix it, and now we know what the damages are. And then approach the board with uh, uh, whoever went and fixed everything is going to have uh, or ought to have the ability to determine why it happened. Uh, And then if it's uh, because of the roof and the uh, HOA hasn't been maintaining it, uh, typically roofs are part of the HOA's purview, um, then they should take care of it. Uh, to some extent, okay? Usually, HOAs will take it to the drywall. If if something's been damaged, they'll take it to the drywall, and then you're responsible for the paint and everything uh, on out. But, uh, yeah, I'd take it to the HOA board, say, look, guys, if it wasn't for the fact that you didn't maintain this, I wouldn't have this damage. That's a pretty good case there. Do Would you say that, some condo associations, their restrictions and the CCRs, they're different so that because I can remember some of them are. Yeah. So like some will say the walls in, 
Others mm-hmm. might say the windows will be included by the uh, the homeowner as opposed right. to the board. And is it not true, Chuck, that ultimately the condo owner loses anyway because even if the condo association pays for it, they're going to be yeah, but, assessed. But that's with- a much smaller loss. It's like, you know, if you have 47 units, you, you know, it's 147th that yeah. you would have to pay. Um, so I don't like looking at it that way. Plus, the you know, it, it really is the HOA's uh, responsibility to take care of everyone I've ever seen, uh, the roof. And if the roof is not properly man- uh, maintained and it causes damage to the unit, well, then they're responsible for fixing the unit. Um in every uh, set of documents I've seen. Um, The issue that you're mentioning with, well, the windows are included. Well, that's, you know, if you break the windows or if something like that's going on. Um, If if the board through doing some act broke it, well, it's the board's fault, not yours. Uh, So limited common elements like windows, uh, doors, anything that's, you know, uh, for your individual, the individual unit's use, typically does fall upon the unit owner, but why was it damaged Mm -hmm. uh, is the thing. Um, So I don't know. I'd bring it up to the board and I will say that boards have been sued for not, you know, for not uh, following through on, on their responsibilities. We may take that up on the next show in terms of what's the process for going after a board. I'm getting a lot of emails because of the things we've been talking about. All right. We are out of town, by the way, next week on the show, 12 things your plumber wishes that you knew. Yes, indeed. Where our thanks, of course, to our dear friends, Chuck Crosby, the owner of the Crosby Law Office, who does a variety of things, including closings, but also wills, powers of attorney, commissioner sale, foreclosure defense. You can reach Chuck directly at 499-6360. Also, thank you to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach Randy if you're thinking about applying for a loan or want to know more about what the process is like. Randy's direct number six four five zero seven three six. And if you are thinking of selling your home, this year, next year, or beyond, and you want some information, kind of a path to follow, I have no problem coming out, talking to you on the phone, or even by Zoom, free, no obligation, just to help you with the navigation of the process of selling and buying a home. You can reach me anytime on my cell phone at 376-5483. You can also go to bobsellslouisville.com and then just start filling out the information. We are out of time, folks. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.